Hello, welcome back to the Purpose Beyond Post podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Diamond. On today's show, our guest is Augustina, aka Augustina Fitness. If you don't know who she is, you must live under a rock. She is a CEO, an entrepreneur, a business owner, a fitness guru, a personal trainer to many celebrities, a mother, a good friend of mine, a Reiki master, and a future real estate mogul. So without further ado, I would like to introduce my good friend, Augustina. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. So why don't you tell our listeners who don't know about you, (laughs) who you are and kind of how you got started in the fitness industry. So my name is Augustina and I'm originally from Argentina and uh, I moved to Hawaii for five years and then from Hawaii I moved to California. I got transferred there um, through 24-Hour Fitness and they offered me a job in LA. So then I started working at 24-Hour Fitness in LA, just uh, managing their Group X classes. And just from being in LA and going out and meeting people, um, I met a lot of celebrities, started training celebrities, and then started my own business. I have an app now. I have products online, um, 30-day challenges, workouts, any workouts that can be personalized for whatever the person needs, whether it's to put on weight or to lose weight or to remain the same or toned, whatever you need, I personalize the, workout, personalize the workouts for you. Mm, love that. And we actually met because you were my trainer. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I forgot. And you kicked my ass. Yes, I did. But I remember when we met, I was like, I actually like this girl. <laughs> and I don't like anybody. Don't really like people, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we're going to be friends. And then, but you got me into really good shape because yes. I just... But you were already in good shape. I was just doing all the wrong workouts. I was like flipping tires and just like (laughs) trying to be like a professional athlete workout. And it wasn't, it wasn't it for me. And I see you're drinking out of your huge water bottle. That is, I'm almost done with my gallon. Wow. I need to step my game up. You know what? And this is great. I don't know if it's because it has a little straw in it, Mm. but it helps you drink it faster. I really need that. I only have this small. Oh my God. Yeah. You would love this. I need it. Okay. So what advice would you give someone who's just starting out in the fitness world, just trying to get in shape? Maybe someone who hasn't worked out before. So one of the things that I tell people, the most important thing is for them to not be afraid of stepping in the gym. It could it could be very overwhelming for people to go in the gym, seeing all these people like, you know, working out and lifting weights. So don't be afraid to ask for help. And if you don't want to go to the gym right off the bat, just start by walking around your neighborhood. Um, I have some great programs online that are also for beginners where I 
teach you how to do the workouts. I teach you form. Form is very, very important. I mean, I've trained so many people and rehabbed so many people that have had injuries because they were doing the exercises wrong. So one thing that I tell people all the time is make sure that if you are hiring a trainer, that you do your research and that person knows what he's he or she is doing. Yes, I agree. Because I remember I had a terrible form when we first started and you were like showing me the right ways to do mm -hmm. things. But yeah, so that's really good advice. And what about someone who's hitting a plateau in their fitness and they just can't seem to lose weight or grow the ass or whatever their goals are? How can they get through the plateau? So when it comes to things like that, you just have to really pay attention on what you're doing. Because a lot of people will come to me and they'll say, okay, I can't gain any muscle or I can't lose any weight, whatever it is. You also have to look at your nutrition. I know it sounds so cliche, but nutrition is 80% of it. And your food is also your fuel for your workouts. So as a general rule, one pound of fat is 3,500 calories. So if you're trying to lose a pound a week, then you have to have a deficit of 500 calories per day. Because oh a deficit of 500 calories per day will bring you down to 3,500 3, calories per week, which is a pound of fat. Mm -hmm. So really watching what you're eating, same thing if you're trying to grow muscle or, you know, people want to grow their butt or their legs or whatever, you have to eat and you actually have to lift heavy. You know, a lot of women come to me also and they're like, well, I don't want to get big. Yeah. It takes so much for your body yeah. to grow muscle and to actually get big. Which is crazy because I was like that and I was like, I don't want to lift heavy because I'm going to turn into like a man. But I got an ass from working out with mm -hmm. you. And you were lifting heavy. Yes. So lifting heavy, it does not mean that you're going to get big. Yeah. So just don't be afraid to lift weights, especially for women that, you know, in their, in their late 20s, late 30s, you want to start building that muscle because it's going to help you as you're getting older also to not gaining weight in unwanted places and just to stay healthy overall. That's good advice. And what would you say, do you have any like diet philosophies? Like, do you do 80-20? Because I see you living your best life and you're just, you know, you're going out to eat. We have some cocktails on the weekends, but you're still in great shape, but you, you eat healthy most of the time, right? I so do eat healthy for the most, yeah, Monday through Friday, I stay on my schedule on the weekends, you know. I don't watch it that closely, but it's a lifestyle for me now. So it's it's super easy for me to eat healthy. There's so many easy alternatives now. One thing that I do love, 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 and I've been doing for a long time is intermittent fasting, which is, well, there's different types. The one that I usually do is I pick an eight-hour window. So I start my eating my first meal will be at noon and my last meal will be at 8 p.m. So that's my 
eating window for my intermittent fasting. There's different types too that you can research. I also have eBooks about that, but I personally love that. Yeah, I think um, for me, I like to eat a lot at night, late night. What would? And you, that's terrible. And that's the worst thing. What for about you? what if you have tea? No, girl. <laughs> <laughs> that tea is not going to cut chamomile it. Tea oh. to relax you, because sometimes maybe oh. you're eating because you're too. You had a long day, or you're. You know, I feel like you're like me. You're a little bit hyper. Oh yeah. You know, so yeah. it takes a minute for you to like calm down at night. Mm-hmm. So maybe try chamomile tea. Drink lots of water. Yes. That's why also you want to drink water. Sometimes we think we're hungry, but we're actually thirsty. So before any meals, drink your water. That is a really good rule. Um, Okay, so that's your diet philosophy. It's good to know that intermittent fasting, you can kind of eat whatever you want during a certain window. Um, I think that I could definitely try that if I didn't have edibles every night and had the munchies and wanted to eat a whole bag of potato chips. Well, I don't personally uh, smoke or eat edibles, but I. I heard that a great snack alternative for people that smoke and get the munchies is frozen grapes. Ooh. So to grab a whole bunch of grapes and put them in the freezer. That's a good And one. then even though grapes are high in sugar, yeah. because they are frozen, you're yeah. not going to be eating as many. Wow. The mm-hmm. more you know. So instead of eating a bag of chips. Knowledge is power. Knowledge (laughs) is absolutely power. That is so true. Okay, so what would you splurge on if you were going to like cheat or have something that's maybe not as healthy for you? Like what's your go-to? So anything that's like savory, I just love. Yeah, me too. I don't really go. I mean, I'll go for chips here and there. But if I really want to splurge, I want five different meals and Mm. even though I want to eat everything on the plate I want to try a little bit of everything Mm. yeah I'm the same way I could do without the sweets I want savory like a big meal yeah like a pizza yeah or a burger or a steak with macaroni and cheese wow and a loaded baked potato damn a loaded (laughs) baked potato with the bacon bits on it I love it So you are actually one of the hardest working people that I know. You're a mother. You're studying for your real estate license right now. Um, What motivated you to um, get into real estate? Because that's something new for you. So I've been into real estate. When I moved to Hawaii, I owned three properties with my ex-husband and we had a short-term vacation rental. So we used to rent out the properties. Yeah. And so I've always been interested. In fact, I signed up to get my license, but then I got pregnant with my first son, with Dustin. Yeah. So I never went through with it. And then I got into fitness and I was so busy with fitness. And, you know, then I had my second child and I got even more busy with fitness. And now I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, okay, even though fit it, the love for fitness is number one, mm-hmm. I still want to do something else. And I feel that 
So many people have told me, oh my God, you should get into real estate. You will be so great, blah, blah, blah. And I love it so much. I'm always researching properties. I'm like, oh, okay, here's a $30 million property that looks great. And then the next month you're like, well, why did they sell it? That's the one that I wanted to buy, (laughs) right? That was my dream home. So um, that's why I'm doing it. I love that. Yeah, I think it's very inspiring because, you know, you have your own businesses, you're a mom, you're so busy doing all these things, and you never let, you know, being a mom stop you from being an entrepreneur, being successful, being a great mom, and now you're doing real estate, which I know you're going to be an amazing real estate agent and just kill it. Yes. So what advice would you have for somebody who's trying to transition into something new, maybe a little bit later in life or even in their early 20s or something? Like how was it just something you said that you want, you were going to do it and then you got pregnant, but it takes a lot of courage to do that after you've already had kids. So maybe advice for moms that are trying to start working or somebody who wants to change careers? I think if you already have a career, the most important thing would be being organized Mm -hmm. and have a schedule. I feel that when you are not organized and you don't have a schedule, you don't get things done. So I have my calendar. I write down all my clients, all my meetings. And I also now I'm putting time aside to study. So maybe instead of, you know, after I put my son to sleep, you know, it's like bedtime, bath time. So come 8.30 p.m., even though I want to go to sleep or watch a movie, I know that, okay, let me study, let me get my shit together and do this because I know it's going to be rewarding in the future. Mm -hmm. And one thing about me, I love learning. Yeah. Because I do think that when you know different things, it's just, I don't like not knowing something. Yeah. Which is a good trait to have. Mm -hmm. And I will say you are one of the hardest workers because I think, you know, I moved here from New York. And when I moved to L.A., I was like, these girls, especially like, you know, I guess you're an influencer. You're so much more than that. But they're lazy. They don't want to work. Mm-hmm. And you work your ass off. You have to get up and work. <laughs> yes. Okay. Said it best. And she was not lying. She was not lying. No. Even though people are giving her shit. Look what she's doing. She is actually working her ass off. Yes. And you remind me, you have a Kim K work ethic. Like you literally do. Like Kim, she went to be a lawyer. She doesn't stop. And you're the same way. I just didn't have all the that, that she had no <laughs> no the sex tape oh shit we didn't have a sex Maybe tape we'll- <laughs> you never know speaking of sex let's talk a little bit about dating in LA you and I kind of bonded over um you know I was dating somebody at the time that we met you were with somebody at the time (laughs) and let's just say we are both no longer with those people anymore Mm -hmm. you you live you learn you grow and move on you grow and you move on or you keep making the same mistakes again but what do you think it's like dating in LA because a lot of people say that LA is the hardest place to meet somebody what has been your experience because you're are you single are you 
I know you were married. You had a relationship. I am in... <laughs> I'm sorry, <this> <laughs> I'm in an entanglement. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, no, I'm in a relationship yeah. with someone, mm-hmm. and um, he's great. He's really busy too, so that kind of helps a little bit because he's not on my ass, mm-hmm. and because I'm so busy, I'm not on his ass. So it's it's a good. It's a great um, thing right now, yes. and we've known each other for a while. And the, the way we met, it was so random. One of my clients introduced me to him. We started being friends, and now it's great. Um, but going back to your question about, I think that... The reason why it's so difficult to date in L.A., it's because nobody comes to Hollywood to be in a relationship. Ooh, that is so true. I never thought of it Yeah, like nobody comes out here to be in a relationship. They come out here to, you know, a lot of people want to be actors, musicians, whatever it is. So they're so focused on that. If you really want to accomplish something, I'm not saying that being in a relationship is bad but if you don't have your shit together you should get your shit together definitely before being in a relationship Amen because because if that. not you're not gonna if you really want to do it right mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to focus as much it's so true it's, and people will hold you back they will either light you up or they will put out your light, okay? And yeah. we both had relationships where they try to put out your light, dim yeah. your shine. And yeah, I think that that's, you're a strong, independent woman. And some guys will be intimidated by that. The mm-hmm. wrong guys will be intimidated. The wrong guys, yeah. But the right guy will be strong enough and confident enough mm-hmm. to handle you and lift you up and motivate mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I think I, I hear some crazy horror stories, though. Oh, yeah. These apps and... <clears throat> the catfish that are oh out my there. god so many it's scary <laughs> i i'll pass on that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll pass on that please okay so let's talk about social media the um title of this podcast is purpose beyond post podcast so i wanted to know what is the purpose beyond your social media post what kind of value do you want um, your followers to get from your content? So I always tell people my social media, not my social media, but my Instagram is a little bit different than your usual fitness trainer Instagram because, well, another thing that I do also is I'm a Fashion Nova ambassador. Mm-hmm. So um, I promote Fashion Nova Uh, on my social media. And what I like to do is I like to always post either a funny caption or a caption where women can relate and they might like it and might save it. So I do post a lot of funny things too, because I feel that it's just so important nowadays. You know, people take social media so serious So I feel like a a lot of people go on social media and then they're like, oh, well, like this person's doing this, this person's doing that. 
and everyone's showing their highlight of yes, the day and highlight the, reel. the highlight reel mm -hmm. and the best parts of their life. Mm -hmm. And even though there's a lot of people that cry on social media too, I feel that for the most part, everything that you see, it's not really real because people are choosing what to show. Mm -hmm. So I feel that, you know, I have a huge women following So I do feel that it is important for people to, to find a place where they can go and laugh and feel inspired. So I post a lot of workouts. I post a lot of funny things where, you know, like we work all day. We have like, you know, we're moms. We have hard jobs. So I want my page to be a place where you go and you laugh. You feel inspired. You feel motivated to work out. So that's my page. And I love it. And I think that it's refreshing to see someone who doesn't just post highlight reels. I think that you're very, you know, you post cute pictures and you can look at your account and see like, you know, your workouts and your cute Fashion Nova outfits and you're traveling all these places. So even you being able to talk about how it's just a highlight reel sometimes, I think that's why I love podcasts because you get to know the person behind you know, just her social media posts. And I think that you do a good job at showing yourself without makeup, with no filter, talking about motherhood. And I think it's very refreshing to see that sometimes. And it's okay to post, you know, whatever you want to post. We should empower women to uh, post whatever they want. And I think that you do that for sure. You're not a hater. You know, you lift people up. And yeah, no, for sure. I love my women and I'm never a hater. Never. I just love to be able to empower women to know that, you know what? You're the shit and don't forget that. Amen. And you have really good quotes on your page, I will say. Like Thank really you. good captions and stuff. Thank you. Yeah. And actually this month is um, Suicide Prevention Month. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, being a teacher, I used to teach special ed high school. I would see a lot of kids struggling with depression, anxiety. And I think that social media is a huge contributor to suicides and depression rates going up, especially after COVID. It's just, it's been crazy. And I think with your platform, you do a great job is sharing, you know, health and wellness tips, um, mental health information. information about that. Yeah. And also, you know, telling people that if you are struggling, you're not alone and, you know, talk to somebody, you know, don't feel that. And like, like I said, like you said it perfectly with, you know, there's so much depression and there's so much, uh, people struggling with mental health because they look at some people's pages, I think, and think that that's their lives, but they don't really see how much work is behind that and, you know, how they are struggling, what they are going through. So I always say, you know, you don't know what the next person is struggling with, whether they're happy or not. So always be kind. Yeah. It costs zero dollars to be kind. Zero. Zero. And I think, yeah, that's a great message. And we will post a suicide hotline number underneath yes. the um, notes for the episode as well. If you know anyone who's struggling. 
take it seriously and just be nice to people. Yeah. And help them, you know, advise them, help them listen to them. For sure. Well, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. But before we end the episode, I just wanted to ask you a few little rapid fire questions just to end it off. So what is the best piece of advice that you've ever gotten from someone or that you can give your followers or the audience? Um, something that stayed with me for a long time is hustle like you're ugly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> because no, sorry. No. And it's, and I love that because I feel that when you are beautiful and when people are beautiful and they carry themselves in a certain light, they, they feel that they don't have to work hard for their own things and they expect people to just hand do out. it for them. Yeah, hand it them out. So hustle like you're ugly. I love that. And that reminds me, my dad used to say, is it better to be pretty or smart? And then I would say both. You have to, he always taught us you have to work hard. Nothing mm-hmm. is going to be handed to you. Find something that you love and do it, but don't expect things to be given to you. Mm-hmm. And then it's such a broad, when you talk about somebody being pretty or being beautiful, it, it's not the outside, mm-hmm. you know, it's, Amen. it's their heart is, are you a good person? Because you can be pretty on the outside and be a fucking bitch yes. and not want to help people. And you are fucking ugly. <laughs> Exactly. Beep, beep. I don't know if you're going to have to like, sorry, sorry for the curse words. We're cursing on here. It's good. Perfect. We like to keep it real and raw on this podcast. I love it. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's great advice. Be a nice person, work hard. Mm -hmm. And what do you think is maybe the worst piece of advice or like the worst thing, maybe a hater or somebody told you that you can think of something that try to derail you from being your best self and just living with passion and purpose. Um, That my voice is annoying. (laughs) (laughs) No, this girl, actually my, my, I'm just going to say it because I really don't give no fucks, but my baby daddy's ex Mm -hmm. um, used to say, I can't stand her because I can't stand her voice. Her accent's annoying. And I'm actually like, actually (laughs) my accent. Oh, did she have one? No. (laughs) (laughs) My my accent's fucking phenomenal. I love your accent. Literally. People love my accent. I love your accent. Maybe she was joking around. She's a hater. <laughs> She's a hater. She wishes she was you. She wishes she had your accent. I actually have been told many times that my voice is horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are doing a podcast. That's why I decided to take this beautiful voice and throw it in your ears every day. Like, hi, honey. How can I help you today? Hello. Oh, babes. That's just rubbish. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Purpose Beyond Post podcast. Yeah, with your host, Morgan, your co-host, Augustina. (laughs) (laughs) We are a woman with many voices. I think we could do a lot of 
different voices yeah, if they really definitely do voice yeah we could for sure. for sure but yeah we both have that in common a lot of people think that we're sisters also they do a lot of people they think we're sisters yeah. which is crazy because i guess we kind of look alike i guess a little bit a yeah. little yeah like i know remember giselle our eyebrow girl she oh, was yeah. like you remind me of augustina yeah and so many people think no that we're so sisters. many people have said that yes for sure and now our annoying voices are just coming straight to you yes. together. Okay, so that's great advice. And then what is your favorite, if you could give someone, they're having a bad day, like a positive affirmation or a quote. We're big quote people on this podcast. We love a good positive motivational quote here. So Honestly, the first thing while you were asking me that, that came to mind is this too shall pass. Mm, I love that one. And, you know, life and people, we have emotions. We can be happy. We can be mad. We can be sad. We can be, uh, you know, stressed one day. And I feel that, you know, emotions are like waves and they come and go. That's a good one. So just know that. You know, just like you are happy today, something might happen tomorrow and you might be sad. And just like you are sad, the next day it's a brand new day mm. for you to start and feel the rebirth of your life. I love that. That's so beautiful and so true. Because sometimes when you're down, you feel like it's it's never like going to be. over and yeah. it's never and you're never going to be up. No, that's yes. bullshit. It um, season. Yeah. The seasons of life, right? Yes. It's very true. Um, and the last question, because I love all things health and wellness and beauty, and you do too. You look gorgeous. What is like your favorite treatment, like a facial, a certain type of healthcare wellnessy thing that you do? It can be anything like lymphatic, a facial. Massages, for massages. sure. Mm. Any yeah. type of massage or just like a... I do like a good dip tissue massage. Yeah. I do. Even though it's a little bit painful. Yeah. I do like that. <laughs> <laughs> do it harder. <laughs> painful massage. Do it do it harder. Yeah. Well, that's a good that's a great little uh, bit right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, Augustina, where can everyone buy she has incredible uh protein, uh, booty bands, workout programs, and so much more on your website, your Instagram. So why don't you tell everyone where they can buy your stuff? Or- so my Instagram, my social media, my website, my YouTube, everything is Augustina Fitness. And that's A-G-O-S-T-I-N-A Fitness, F-I-T-N-E-S-S. Um. So that's like AugustinaFitness.com or, you know, at Augustina Fitness. So everything's Augustina Fitness. Love it. And you're also on TikTok, right? So I'm trying to become a TikToker. (laughs) (laughs) It's very hard. So if there's any TikTokers out there that want to collab and do a TikTok and teach me a little bit more. Holla at your girl. Let's go. We love it. Well, Augustina, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I love you. 
You're my dear, dear, one of my best friends. And I look forward to having you on the show a lot. It's going to be fun. Oh, yes. We have something planned for you all. So I can't wait. And I love you so much, too. I love you, too. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) 